What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of In the Nick of Time. I'm your host, Nikki. God gave me a word just in the nick of time, and from my heart to yours, I want to share that word with you. And on this podcast, I will always tackle the spiritual aspects of life, trials and tribulations, the judge without hate and without judgment. But first of all, I want to give a little disclaimer. I am not a preacher. I am not a licensed psychologist. I am simply a believer in God's word. And the theme on my podcast is church is not the answer. I was doing wake up world, but something just took me back to church is not the answer. And I always have to reiterate that I'm not telling nobody that you should not attend worship service. But God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. This is spiritual warfare that we're in right now, guys. And we cannot fight this battle in our flesh. Looking at the word church, in the flesh we think that church is a building. The church is us, and the Holy Spirit is the teacher in the church. The church. The church is not about benefiting us. God has already given us so much. The church honors God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the foundation of the church is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And guys, we are image bearers. That is so awesome. But I want to start my podcast out with a short story. Just a little bit of wisdom and a thought to ponder and something to think about. And the title of this short story is Being Present. Near a village lived an old sage known for being happy and serene. Some young men came to him to ask about the secret of his happiness. Sage, how is it that you are always so happy and serene? Please teach us to be so happy and serene. Two, what is your secret? The young men's questions and requests were many. When I lay down, I lay down. When I sit, I sit. When I walk, I walk. And when I eat, I eat. The sage replied. Young men looked at each other confused. That's what we do. We lie, we sit, walk, and eat. Why aren't we happy? After all, we are doing exactly the same thing. Said one of them. When I lie, I lie. I sit, I sit. When I walk, I walk. And when I eat, I eat. The sage repeated his answer. Young men still did not understand the statement and looked at each other again. Yes, you also do all these things, the sage confirmed. You lie, you sit, you walk, you eat. But while you are lying down, you are already thinking about sitting. While you are sitting, you are already thinking about walking. 
While you are walking, you are already thinking about your arrival. While you are eating, you are already thinking about drinking. Because of this, your thoughts are constantly somewhere else and not where you are. Life takes place only in the here and now. Let yourself be in the moment and you too have the chance to be truly happy and serene. Guys, think about that. Being present. Being in the moment. Just a little thought to ponder. Guys, before I get into this episode, I want to pray also. Uh, I want to pray over this world, this podcast. And as, as I try to reach out through this podcast, to just show people the glory of God. So, before I enter into this episode, I want to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you with thanksgiving on my heart. I thank you so much for health and strength, being clothed in my right mind, being able to speak and glorify you. Lord, I pray that this episode today will help someone to ask what must they do to be saved. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that this podcast is pleasing to you and not to man. Dear Heavenly Father, I come with you, come to you so thankful and so grateful for your grace and your mercy. Lord, that's what I want the world to understand, your grace and your mercy. We seek, but we seek to find things that we feel will benefit us. I pray, dear Lord, that we will learn that when we seek, we, we need to seek your righteousness and your kingdom so that we will find true fulfillment in this life and a life to come. This, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that this episode will help someone to understand that it's not about me, it's not about them, but it's all about you. And I pray that some precious soul will come to you before it's everlasting too late. The spiritual warfare that's going on out here, Lord, I pray that we as Christians would stand up and stand firm and stand tall for the truth of your word. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much we try to run, no matter how much we turn away, Jonah tried to run and end up in the belly of a whale. So we can't run from the truth. So it would be best and it would behoove us to, to seek the truth. Lord, you said when we seek, we will find. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So, guys, I hope you have had a great week. I'm so thankful because today I am off of work and I get I have had a chance to really sit down and uh, get my thoughts together. And didn't have to rush about what I wanted to talk about today. So, every week, I come on this platform and I talk about God and who He is. I tell you all of the great things He can do for you. I have explained many topics. I have explored many topics. But I want my listeners to know I am not telling you what I think. But I will also give you this breaking news. It is not all peaches and cream, but it is 
so much better than not having anyone to turn to when times get rough. So today, guys, I want to tell you why I have the hope that I have. Let's look at who is God. God is love. So right there, right there, God is love. Why would you not want love to exist? Think about it. Think about it. You have so many uh, ideologies, teachings, and people trying to convince you that you are God. You can do uh, whatever you want. Uh, Have it your way. But in the process, while we turn away from God, we're really turning away from love. And so you see chaos. You don't see respect. You don't see gentleness. You don't see kindness. You don't see people sacrificing uh, what they want for the needs of others. We're not willing to give of ourselves because we're more concerned about what's going to happen to me. What will I lose? What will I be giving up? So why would we not want God? Why would we not want love to exist? I've read that scripture several times. God is love. But that means so much to me. Now, thinking about it. If God is love, why do you not want that to exist? And his love is shown in the fact that the sun sun rises, it rains, so that we uh, don't uh, have a drought on food because farmers have to grow food. There are still people who grow food and grow crops. Everything happens for a reason. And the love that God has for us, the oxygen from the trees, the air that we breathe, that's love. That's love to think about all of our needs each and every day to make sure that we can... uh, walk this earth safely because the lack of love it leaves you open to attack and several different attacks coming from different angles because God and, and, and if, if God is love then if you just look at all of the scriptures that's what he's telling us to simply show love one to another. Because <clears throat> think about it. If if I slap you, you slap me. I slap you, you slap me. I slap you, you slap me. We fight. We hurt each other. We, we hurt ourselves. Because punching somebody in the face, uh, you know, can also hurt you. Then somebody punches you in your face. So, when you think about it, 
Love allows you to rethink what your reaction should be. It causes you to think before you react. So, why do we not want love to exist? Because if I love, if I love you, I don't want to cause you pain. If a, if, if, a, if a wife is submissive and a husband loves his wife as Christ loved the church, think about what Jesus did for us. He came and he died for our sins. Not for his own. So I believe what I believe because I don't want to see people in pain. I don't want to see people hurt. When I love, I don't want to retaliate. Because that that retaliation takes takes energy from me. It wears me down because when I believe I'm retaliating, I'm only making a, a, a bad situation worse. Because sometimes people don't even care about what you're trying to uh, uh, do to them. Especially if it's retaliation. Sometimes they don't even know you're, you're upset with them to the point where you you want to uh, get back at them. When I love, I don't want to slander someone's reputation. I don't want to talk down about you. I don't want to give people an ugly view of who, who you are. And we do it. You know, we we talk about each other. We, we down each other. We dog each other out. Having love brings an unexplainable peace. When you have love, you strive to do good. When you have love, you can influence others for good. Love simply asks us to be gentle with one another. Now, let's look at the fact that I've never really looked in depth at why I believe what I believe. I've never really looked at that in depth. But I can say that I feel better when I don't have a natural reaction to a bad situation. And I could give you an example. I had a situation at work yesterday where um, a guy, he got upset, but I didn't do anything to warrant his hostile uh, reaction towards me. He was also arguing with another associate. When he came to the line, he was already upset. 
That's what I feel. And so it made it easier for him to take out whatever frustrations he had on us. So I sat there for a minute and I started to feel my my temper rise and I walked away. Because I wanted to go back and forth with him. I wanted to argue with him. But I think that was the reaction he wanted. So I had to walk away and I had a conversation with myself and this is the conversation that I had. I know that 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 reaction had nothing to do with me. The only thing that I feel is that the line coordinator should have said something to defuse the situation. So I made peace with the fact that his frustration had nothing to do with me. And and later on through the night, he came back and he was calm. And his, his, his attitude was different. So I have to think, what if I had a reacted the way the enemy wanted me to react? He wouldn't have had no reason to come back to me calm. He would have, it would have gave him more reason to be mad at me. Because I reacted to something that he did. Not out of frustration towards me, but out of frustration towards whatever he had going on. I don't know what it was. So in that situation, I find Proverbs 26, 4, and 5, which says, Don't respond to the stupidity of a fool. You'll only look foolish yourself. Answer a fool in simple terms so that he doesn't get a swelled head. Think about it. When you get upset with somebody, when you get angry with somebody who's already angry and already reacting in a foolish manner and you react foolishly with them you look just like them even when you know that they started it they were in the wrong our natural reaction is to finish the argument to win the argument but in that you look just as bad as they do. What would it have looked like me going back and forth with someone who clearly did not really have an issue with me and in the process give him the satisfaction of thinking that I and I could be his dancing partner whenever he wants to let out some steam. So you gotta think that's what That's what love is trying to teach us. That's what belief in God is trying to teach us. See, if I become his dancing partner, every time he's ready to have let off some steam, he say, oh, I know if I I say this to her, then I'm going to be able to get my my frustrations out. I'm going to be able to, you know, be angry and, and, and get that anger out. And, and somebody's going to give me what I need to feel better. 
or at least think that I'm feeling better. So, natural versus supernatural. Supernatural reactions give us a good conscience with God. See, that's what matters. Because people change from second to second, from minute to minute. And when you're trying to please them, you know, like like I said, if I had a giving him what he wanted and became his dancing partner for whenever he wants to let off some frustration, that would be a constant thing. And that becomes toxic. And that's what makes me feel sometimes like I don't even want to be at this job. When really all I should be feeling is thankfulness for having a job. Because it allows me to, to, to pay my bills and take care of my home. So, when you talk about supernatural and natural reactions. And why I believe what I believe. I feel guilt when I have a natural reaction to a silly situation. I, I feel guilt. Because... I go back and I replay it over and over like, hey, I could have handled that this way. I should have handled that this, that way. So I lose in that situation. Even if I feel like I, I, in the moment I said something and, you know, I, I got the best of that person, I still feel silly because I reacted to someone that shouldn't have been able to get that type of energy to 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 rise up in me. No person should have that type of control over you. How do you fix that? I had to learn that prayer and it's so important and a minute without prayer that doesn't feel good. Because I always thought the natural reaction was pray before you go to bed, pray before you wake up. I mean, pray when you wake up and you're doing good. But I know better now. Because there have been times when I prayed before I went to work, but the enemy is always looking for an opportunity to pounce. He does not stop. He does not cease to find a moment where he can get you out of character, where he can get you to react, where he can attack you and pull you right back in. And that's his job. We are not battling flesh and blood. We're not. That guy yesterday, he was not my enemy. The enemy is the one who is trying to pull us down to partner up with him so we can be, well, so we can go where he's going because he doesn't want to be there by himself. So he's trying to take as many souls as 
possible. So what comes to mind when you think about that? Pray without ceasing. So now when I get angry, I give it to God right away. I give it to God right away. So that the supernatural can go to work. And not my natural reaction. The things that I've learned hit me, I hit you back. That's what that's a learned behavior. You attack me, I attack you back. Simple. That's why I can defend the gospel of truth. Because I want us to be able to love each other. Even when we have disagreements. But we live in a society where we can't even have a disagreement without it turning into something toxic. And and we start saying and doing things that we can't even come back from. Well, we're really trying to hurt each other. We're really trying to cause one another some pain. That's the society we live in. Where we, you know, where we just, if you hurt me, I want to hurt you worse. But the love, the love. Think about Barnabas and Paul. They had a disagreement. They parted ways for a while on their on their mission, their, their missionary journey. But they were able to come back together and in love. Understand, you know, hey, yeah, we had this disagreement, but it's something bigger than us. Paul confronted Peter for for being fake and being, you know, uh, uh, trying to, you know, wanting to fit in. And fearing what somebody would think of him if he did what God wanted him to do. Which is show love to everybody. Because that's simply what the word of God is all about. Hey, I may not like everything you do. But I still can love you. And respect you. And not want to cause you any harm if you cause me harm harm, love you to a point where because I I may not because everything does not revolve around me sometimes when people hurt you they're hurting hurt people hurt people And, and, and we we don't think about that a lot of times. We we simply just say, hey, learn behavior. Hit me, I hit you back. But let me explain something to you. When Aaliyah, God rest her soul, saying, age ain't nothing but a number. We, we're thinking about relationships, man and a woman, older man, younger woman. But age... It's not, it has nothing to do with your mental maturity. Because you learn hit me and I hit you back, that's childish. We have to grow from that. 
Yes, people may hurt you, but you got to be able to confess to God that they hurt you. Let that person know that they hurt you. And if they ignore that, then deal with them accordingly. It's easier said than done, but I believe that it's right. How did Jesus deal with the the, the the army that came to arrest him? When one of his disciples cut that, that, that soldier's ear off, Jesus healed his ear. Not because he didn't feel some type of way about them coming to arrest him when they, when, when they didn't arrest him at no other time. And now they're arresting him to kill him under false pretenses. He could have easily said, hey, okay, he cut his ear off. Now let's let's battle. Let's let's get me out of this. But it was bigger than trying to retaliate and prove that you're more powerful than them. There was a greater mission involved. And that's love. So while we while we think uh, slandering somebody else's name is exposing the truth, you know better than they are if you if your thing is about let me retaliate, let me make sure that they know that they hurt my feelings, so I'm gonna hurt their feelings by 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 slandering their name trying to make them look bad in the public eye. So why do I believe what I believe? Why do I want to worry about what I would eat? Why do I want to spend time trying to pay somebody back for wronging me? And in the process, wear myself down, stress myself out, make myself sick. Because the person that I'm trying to get at is not even thinking about me. Why do I want to spend time angry to the point that I push everyone away? Why do I want to why do I want to why do I love money so much that I feel worthless without it? Why do I want to slander someone's reputation? Why would I not want to miss the why do I want to miss the value of a man? Because I want to be in the position of a man. Why would I not want to pursue peace with every man? Why do I believe? Because I believe in love, guys. Simply put. Because I believe in love. So, guys, let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil tried to take from us each and every day. And most importantly, guys, God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. I love you guys. Until the next time, be blessed.